The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. It's time to break through the barriers of belief and start thinking about things in a whole new way. You can remove the blocks in life that keep you from moving forward. The best part is you can begin right now. Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. In today's program, you will learn proven mindset reset practices that you can put into use immediately to change your life. Now, here is Prudence Gensman. Welcome to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence And I'm very excited to be here with you today. Today we're talking about the four elements of relationship. And the truth is, is relationship is about any relationship. As much as it might be about dating, as it might be about marriage or partnership, it could be work relationship. The beauty is we can look at it from a place of how do we connect into that relationship. And that's what we're going to discuss today on the show. First of all, I want to welcome any new listeners to our show today and let you know that any information you could want about today's show, past episodes, future episodes, you can go to our website at MindsetReset.com. You can link there to Voice America and our host page, where you can also find past episodes of shows, as well as you can get links to my book, Mindset Reset, A Passage to Choice. So let's step into the four elements of relationship. And when we first start talking about relationship, the most important piece of relationship starts with us. How I know myself and how I relate to who I am as I show up in a relationship is then presenting myself and being true and authentic to myself so that when I'm stepping into a relationship with someone else, I'm really there in a way that honors who I am, and I'm hoping that they're showing up in that same way. And that doesn't mean that I have to be perfect and they have to be perfect, because life is an evolution. This is an evolutionary process. But if I'm insecure in who I am, and I'm just searching for someone to fix me or to, to fulfill something that's missing within me, then, then I'm not really getting to show up who I am. And then eventually within the relationship, that's going to come out either in, for myself or for himself and, or, or herself, however the case might be. And as, as that's happening, then something is missing as we go about the relationship. So how do I, how do I find who that is for me? You know, who am I as I show up? 
part of that is knowing what do you like? What are you interested in? What are you, have you ever, have you ever gone on a first date and everything the individual is saying to you, you're like, oh yeah, chiming in. Yes, yes, yes. I like that. And you're thinking in your mind, I've never done that before in my life, but I'm willing to do it maybe because that's what I need to do to fulfill this relationship or to get to know this person better. So getting to know what you like, what you're interested in exploring, nothing wrong with that, what you're interested in trying, believing in yourself, believing in the value of what your likes are, what your dislikes are, believing in the values that you hold as far as your beliefs and what you understand about life in the way that you understand it. These things are important to show up in that, in that regard. We've talked in past episodes about this, and and I think it shows up again when you talk about relationships. We've talked about how we're a certain person when we're at work, but maybe when we're at home and on the weekends doing other things, we show up as a separate person, and we kind of live this two-split duality. And the truth is, is that when we really get to honor and be fulfilled in who we are, we show up as the same person in all realms of our life. Well, the same goes for dating. And for beginning, especially beginning a new relationship, how often do you maybe start out and there's sort of this called honeymoon period of dating because people show up with their best foot forward when they first start dating and they they show up as this pre-dating, pre-relationship persona. And then as the relationship evolves, things begin to change. And then you look at one another and think, this isn't the person that I was meeting when I first dated. Okay, here's the real person. So... If you are out there and dating, that's something to keep in mind. How are you showing up? Are you showing up in this dating personality or are you showing up as you and genuinely you so that that's how you're at least beginning this relationship is knowing that you're coming from this place of of being, being yourself. One other piece before we step into the, the four elements that I really want to bring to you today is our future is not bound by past experiences. I'm going to say that again. Our future is not bound by past experiences. So as you're beginning to step into a new relationship, how can you best let go of past hurts, past experiences, past even future expectations, (laughs) and be present in the moment with this new person that you are connecting with How can you set yourself up to really be present in that new moment? Now let's talk about the four elements. These four elements of relationship that, again, as we know, can apply to any relationship, but let's talk about even from a, specifically from this romantic and wanting to build this this romantic and personally connected relationship. And the four elements are care, Share, fair, and dare. First, we'll discuss care. So what is caring? Caring is that loving, that compassion, that's putting that time, effort, and energy, and attention into what's important to the other person. Listening. And when I say the other person, I mean this in both directions. This is this, is this dance that works together. So as I'm caring and compassionate and partaking and and listening to my partner i'm looking for that as well in return this is 
This is this communication dance. This is this is the ability for me to to do caring and loving things with my partner and for my partner and them to reciprocate and as well do those things for me. As we're stepping into that, as we are sharing from that place, then it allows us, as we care from that place, it allows us to step into easily, more easily, let's say element number two, share. As I'm coming from a caring and compassionate place, then I can step into sharing. And I can step into sharing truly from who I am and where I am, as well as sharing things about my life, sharing things that are of value to me and and being able to hear and receive them from my partner. What is of importance and, and how do how do not only our mindsets or our stories or our values um, not compare, but how do they, how are they congruent and being open in that sharing to knowing that there are going to be some things that we're not going to see eye to eye on. And that's okay. Because again, if we're coming from a place of caring and we're coming from a place of sharing, we're open to new ideas. We're open to to not always being on the same page. We're open to knowing that there is that give and take a little bit, which really steps into the fair. And and so you can see how these just sort of dovetail into one another and you can see how they overlap. So when I'm stepping into the third element, fair, how am I listening and contributing to my partner? How am I hearing and receiving from my partner? How am I taking what I apply in my own life and am I applying that and giving that person the same equal uh, honoring you know there's there's the universal the universal golden rule do unto others as you would have them do unto you you know that that statement has stood the test of time for a reason so if we're in relationship and we're able to do that and be in that fair exchange and we're coming from this caring, this sharing, this fair exchange, then we naturally step into the daring, the dare, dare to be vulnerable, daring to to support one another and encourage one another during the difficult times, during the growth times, to encourage the vision of one another, to to dare to hold for one another that that higher good, which sometimes we can't see within ourselves, being able to hold that vision for one another. And really knowing that each one of us holds greatness within us and that we can continue to be a catalyst to champion that cause for ourselves and for the other person. And when we're in this dance together, when we're in the dance of caring, sharing, fair, fairing, and daring, we can, it, it gives us this common language. It gives us this common place to start from. And as we step into that uniquely and authentically from who we are and, and, our, and we invite that in our lives with our partner as well, you can see how then it, it opens up a communication. It opens up an ability to dialogue and to share in a deeper way. Today, I'm excited to bring to our show, uh, my special guest, uh, Barry Selby. He's also known as the Love Doctor. And one of his, um, one of his missions and, and callings 
is to help serve, especially women, single women who want to embrace their feminine power, who want to really open and heal their hearts and learn to love again. And I really want to step into that. How do we show up first? How do we first begin to prepare as we step into these relationships? And so I'm very excited to share with you um, Barry and his work. And when we return from our commercial break, we will, um, I, I will introduce you to Barry Selby. We will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence and today we're talking about the four elements of relationship. And, and really, I could call it the five elements because we're first talking about how do I as an individual show up in relationship to others? And how am I being true to myself when I am showing up? And so today I've asked um, my friend Barry Selby to join us on today's show uh, Barry is known as the Love Doctor, and he has a master's degree in spiritual psychology. He really takes this professional spiritual counselor, as a sp- professional spiritual counselor, he steps into what is it and how can he help serve women um, to get to know and embrace themselves, especially in their feminine power. He does have a number one best-selling book. He's a professional speaker, and I... Barry, I'm so honored to have you on today's show. Welcome, Barry. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. I, I always think it's fascinating, and I love the idea of, of, a male, of a man who steps in and works with women to really work <clears throat> on, 
on finding who they are and stepping into their feminine power. How did you get involved? How did you, how did this come up for you as, as a path, as your, as fulfilling your purpose? Well, it depends how far you want to go back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the truth is that I, looking back and sort of looking for the highlights through my history, I noticed that I used to do this when I was at school with my classmates, women, girls rather than classmates, because I wasn't the, the sort of the, the jock or the player at school. So when girls would date the boys and then they get upset, I tend to be the shoulder they cry on. So I had a gift mm-hmm. from that early age that seems to be what started then that went all the way through. But truthfully, um, I realized two things. One is that in relationships, I dated women who were out of alignment with who they were. At the same time, I realized I was out of alignment with who I was. So in the evolution of my own work and studies after my master's degree and other things, I found a whole new piece of my learning that was really understanding the polarity of masculine and feminine, which changed my life, frankly, and called my work forward to work with women because I'm to be honest, very passionate about helping women connect to their feminine. One, to be healthier relationships in their lives. And two, because it's going to save the planet, which is a very big vision, I know. But that's kind of where I'm going with this. So uh, begin by explaining a little bit when you say connecting with a feminine. What do you mm-hmm. mean? What, do you, how, what does that mean to you? Um, simply, there's been, um, well, it's not actually simple, but it's basically the last 50 or 60 years of our uh, Western um, history. In the feminist movement and the sexual revolution that happened in roughly the 60s, give or take, there was a change in the culture about how women were um, told to be or at least invited to be in the world. And what happened was, before that point, women had been the meek housewife type persona. They were not the breadwinners or the independent type or the winners in the world at that point. Remember the, remember the ones that bring out the bacon and the women stayed at home. When the sexual revolution happened, women were freed of those chains that were, and they were given a chance to be emancipated and to go out in the world and do things. And what women did was then was basically go get jobs, get bank accounts, drive their cars, because really before the 60s that wasn't happening that much. But at the same time, men were just um, stepping down from their own a little bit, but women were basically doing what men were doing, which is in a lot of ways at that time because of the fashion statement, I'm cutting their hair, taking off makeup, putting on mm-hmm. suits and going to work to compete with the men. And that's been, that's been still going to a degree, not as um, overtly, but it's been going on for many years since then. What's been, caught, what's been caught forward now, frankly, in my mind, is women have lost touch with their true nature because they've been emulating, not actually being, but emulating the male mindset and the male mind being. And I dated women like that, so I know how it felt. But the truth is that both men and women, not just women, but both men and women are evolving to a new level. Now, in simple terms for the man, stepping out of the macho into the masculine, which I can get to later, but for the female, for the women, is actually owning their feminine power because what women have been told and been shown by the model of um, pay scales and all the things in the business world, women were never equal to men truly, even though they were supposed to be equal based on the promise of the sexual revolution. But what's the truth is, men and women are not equal, we're different. And women's power is in their feminine, which frankly far exceeds them being like the men. And that's one of the things I'm really passionate about because I see so many women um, stressing for less, playing smaller, and really holding themselves back from their true strength and power because they think it won't fit in, which it won't. And that's what we need. You know, I had never thought of 
of this, and, and I think it's fascinating that you bring this up, that when women really then began to be more independent and, and step out, that what they had to model after was the masculine and, 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 and or what, what the model of men were doing at that time. And instead of finding what a true feminine voice was for a strong, feminine, caring, compassion, powerful woman in conjunction and standing next to a man who is also in, in that masculine and, and in their truth and their power. So I, that's, that's really fascinating. I, I had never quite thought of it in that way. Um, and I can definitely see the model of, I can, I see exactly the evolution. As soon as you said that it was the, the light bulb came on. That's really fascinating. Thank you. Yeah. It's been my passion. So I'm definitely on this road for me. Yeah. So how do, how do you help people? How do women begin to find what that is for them? What's that feminine power and how do they connect to it? Well, as you mentioned before, um, in your four elements or four um, ways of looking at things, my, my work is with women, a large part of it is to really start to love themselves. Um, because part of what's been going on is that the world has trained people, not just women, but men as well, to look outside themselves for the relationship, for the partnership, because my area is near of romance and love. My job is not to help my partners just find that person they want to be with, their man, but to really love who they are themselves first, because in the work I do, which is parallel what you said, is that when we love ourselves fully, when we're 100% in love with who we are, then we can love from our overflow, from our abundance, and find a partner we can love beyond that, which is much healthier and a what I call interdependent versus the codependent model where we need someone to fill us up and make us feel whole, which is a trap. So in the work I do with women, there are practices I give them in, in, in coaching and also in my programs that help them to really own, honor, and love who they are as a woman in a feminine, which basically is something they can do outside of work. So it's not something where they change their whole life. That's how they change their personal and romantic parts of their lives to be more aligned with who they truly are. How, I, I know that often people then will say or hide behind me, well, I'm not perfect yet. So I love myself right now and in that moment, you know, when they're at your workshop and your event and they leave and they're elated and they're in love with themselves and then two days go by and the world is happening and that's deflated and they're not quite in that same. And so they might be at 70% of the energy that they were two days before. And so uh, talk a little bit about that perfection, like, oh my gosh, I always have to be in love with myself to be so perfect, to be so, like, do you find, especially women that just struggle to be so perfect that then they just don't take those steps to find relationship? Um, there's a whole range of choices, so I can't say yes or no to that answer straight away. But what I do, when I with my clients, I'm, I'm the, uh, I can say this, a large, my, a large part of my work is to really help them heal their beliefs about themselves. So, mm. Part of the process is to really give them the break, frankly, because we're all learning along the way. I'm still working this out, and I'm still and I'm teaching this, but I'm still learning it myself because I'm on the planet still. So there's always more to learn. So part of my work with my clients is always to give them, I won't say realistic, but human expectations of what's possible so they can always realize that they can go beyond, but there's always a realization that they're doing the best they can, and every step and every pull they get there's a chance to do better and better and better, but not perfection. There's no way of doing that. Does that help I, answer your question? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, it's, like I shared it before, it's, there's, it's an evolution. 
Yes. And I, th- I think if, if we take some pressure off of this concept of perfection and just realize there's an evolution, then, then we can relax a little bit. And I love how you said, just take a little pressure off. This is, this is, this is a process. Right. Uh, and and it begins by looking at where what do we believe and and those beliefs within ourselves that are limiting us maybe then from stepping out in a bigger way to find that relationship or or to continue to evolve a relationship that someone might already be in now you had mentioned with the masculine power how do you what is your take or how do you work with women then to to understand what they're looking for in the masculine how and what they're looking for and how to find and connect with that well there's a lot of tools I do use um, which are mechanical you know from everything from vision boards to doing a um, future pacing process I do with my clients in terms of the, what the man they're looking for is there, there's a master plan at work behind the scenes for me just so you know my secret uh, <laughs> Um there's a shift required, as I mentioned, that I'm really helping women being the family because I was going to save the planet. Part of that work, and it sounds like a big vision, but it is, it's a step-by-step process, is for having women being fully only the feminine, like magnets, the north and south poles are very attracted to each other, but north and north don't attract and so on. So women in the feminine won't attract necessarily a guy who's in his macho, although he might think he can have her. She will resonate with and be attracted to a man who's in his authentic masculine. And the masculine, to break it down in simpler terms, the macho man of, of, of yore, as it were, which I came through and, and was having a challenge with, was the sort of the macho guy was the, the guy who was the jock who was the player who got things done. You could call him the bad boy at times, but also he was the one we're driven basically by his cojones, to be, be blunt. Um, he was like, my way, the highway, and I'm getting things done. He wasn't inclusive or respectful or appreciative of other people. The masculine, the next evolution for men, there's no in between, but we passed that, thankfully. And the next stage we're moving into is the masculine man, which is a man who is driven by ambition and purpose. It's it's like a strong spine, which is a direction and his clarity, where he's going, what he's up to, and his legacy, ultimately, what he's here to do. And then, at the same time, he's learned to work with his heart to open up to love and compassion. So what he's doing has a caring for those around him. So his work and his legacy is not selfish. It's selfless, in a way. It's about making mm. a difference and being bigger than his own life so that he leaves a bigger mark on the planet who's contributing to society in some way, shape, or form, whether it's with family or a social condition or a new product or a new invention, whatever that is, we're all doing things ideally in a masculine that are contributing in a positive way. And part of that is is in deference and respect to the feminine. I, I do find it interesting that it seems it seems as if the language of and the terms feminine and masculine are being heard more and more in today's culture. Mm-hmm. This this idea yeah. uh, of a feminine and masculine, and owning that you know I as a woman contain both feminine and masculine energy. You as a man contain both of those, and we yeah. can really honor and 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 learn what those mean within ourselves. I think that's becoming more of a common language and understanding is that we can tap into that and and get to know ourselves from that place of who we are and how we show up when we are in our feminine and our masculine and then really owning that um as as you were sharing owning you know who I am then really in my true feminine power as a woman um on in this experience of of life 
as I know it right now. Yeah. And, and uh, to that point, in the work I've, I've learned and studied and felt myself, in my past relationships, I was more in the feminine side than the masculine side because of, because of all the inner spiritual loving work I was doing, which is the feminine energy. And I was attracted to very strong women who were in their masculine, but didn't, and we didn't know that we were out of alignment, so we didn't do anything to fix it. But it made my relationship somewhat dysfunctional because she was more masculine and then we'd bang heads trying to compete for leadership. And I was mm. deferring and saying, whatever you want, honey. And, and basically, any woman who, who has a guy, has a, who has a partner, says to her, you know, whatever you want to do, honey, eventually we'll get really sick and tired of hearing that. She wants a man who wants to make decisions and clarity and direction and guidance, which is the masculine. So she can let go of that and relax and be in the flow. In each of us, as you mentioned, we have a percentage of both energies. None of us, I should say very, very few of us, are 100% masculine or 100% feminine or 50-50. We have a, a range. And as we've evolved through life, what we're born with, our natural state, as it were, which may, for say, for, say for example, in my, my case, would be somewhere around 70% masculine, 30% feminine, for example. But through things that happen in my life, and it's true for everybody, things happen. So if it's, in my case, um, I may have decided that I didn't be like my dad, so I wanted to suffer a bit, so I went more into the feminine side, and then I had to step up to something at school, so I had to go back to the masculine side, and these things happen over life. We put on these shells and layers around ourselves to protect who we are, which is what we do as kids, because we don't mean to do it differently. But the truth is, underneath all those layers as an adult, we have a balance of masculine and feminine, and what we're really seeking is a reciprocal in our partner. So as I mentioned, if, I was, if I'm somewhere I say 70% masculine, 30% feminine, what I'm most attracted to, especially for longevity and for a really healthy, growing relationship, is a woman who's in the opposite of that. So she's 70% feminine, 30% masculine. So together, it's not a 50-50 relationship, as I talk about in my work. It's a 100-100 relationship, and we have 100% masculine, 100% feminine at the same time, combined. I, it's just fascinating to me, and I I, I love working with people to um, do exactly what you said, connecting with, finding what that is within themselves, and, and learning, and and learning who they are through that. Um, we are at a point of taking a quick commercial break, and when we return, um, we'll continue the discussion with Barry Selby. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence, and today we're talking about relationships. And our guest today is Barry Selby, and we're talking about how do you step into your feminine power? How do you learn what that is for you? Who are you as you show up in that energy and in that place? And how does that relate to the masculine and what we're searching for and seeking in relationship? So, Barry, that actually then brings up that question. How do I? How do I or we as women begin to learn what that is? How what is you know, how do we how do we begin to learn what that is for us? Well, one level is and it's a very simple one, and it's kinda of obvious as well, is that the way I like looking at things in a way is that our brain, our mind is more like the masculine and the heart is more like the feminine. So a tendency to shift you more easily is where you come from, where you listen to what you listen to and what you bring forward in your life. If it's heart-based, it's generally more feminine. If it's mind-based, it's usually more masculine. Beyond that, though, is behavioral, physical, and experiential that I work with women, which is really to help them connect into that flow, that grace, that dance hour as a feminine. And it sounds, it may sound kind of funny um, or silly, but I've actually found through my own journey that when I started learning, and I, I wish I'd, I'd go back and do more of it, but when I started learning Argentine tango as a dance, as a mm. social dance, it's one of many different couples' dances out there. But one thing I found particular about Argentine tango is that in the model of the dance, how the couple will dance together, the partners work together, it's an absolutely clear, um, what's we're looking for, a, a detector, a meter, or a, or a way of, of seeing if the man is in his masculine and woman is in a feminine because of the way the dance works. And so I've used that as a model, although I don't use everything, but it's certainly become clear to me when a woman is in a, fem, in a masculine, She's basically competing and combating against the men trying to do his work. A woman's in a feminine, as a detection, she's in flow and grace where the man will create the structure, the space that's safe, and that she can do whatever she wants within that, knowing that everything's taken care of. One of the analogies I use in the work, and I've studied with some of my teachers, is you imagine that the feminine energy is like the river going through the forest. It's a powerful river, and it's got absolutely no way it's going to be stopped. It's going to go into the ocean. The masculine is the riverbanks, which is structure and framework that creates a safe space for the feminine. Now, the river can break the banks if the river was strong enough, which it can be. So the masculine is not the, not not controlling the feminine. It's creating a structure and framework, and that's the subtle difference. Because some women think when they're feminine, they're going to lose control to the men. And it's not true. What they're doing is trusting the man to do the structure, to hold the space for them to express their feminine. And that's one of the things that women would discover is almost one of their innate... Um, senses or pick that up if a man can hold a safe space for her he's worthy to talk to if he doesn't she'll walk away automatically it's I it's interesting to um, 
Oh, I, I love your comparison to the Argentinian tango, and I can completely see that vision, and and what it paints the picture of, and the picture of the river that you shared. It paints the picture that really we are connected in that way. We are there. There are these. I don't want to use the word roles, but there, there, there is this connection. This oh, the word's escaping me, but it. I can. More than anything, actually, I feel what the sense is that you're sharing as you're saying that. And and how, I guess I'll use the word, the dance does take the the two to really, yes. to be smooth and to flow and, and to be connected. Um, speaking of, I received a question on... Um, on uh, my email, askprudence at mindsetreset.com. It's a great question. It says, great that women study this and are listening and wanting to find this, but how can I meet a man who is also speaking this language? And the question comes to us from Shelley in Illinois. And I think it's a great question. So how do you, how, um, how can she be out and meet somebody who then is also looking into their life in this particular way? And I think you touched upon it a little bit ago, but... What would you say well, to Michelle? Well, <laughs> one way is going to go to Argentine tango classes. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I love, I've seen them as a side note. I think it's beautiful, the Argentinian tango. If, if no one has looked, go YouTube, but some, some videos. It really is beautiful dance. <laughs> and the truth is that when a man's really doing that dance in his heart, it's like he, he's lining up automatically and that's become the natural gift. Um, this is one of the things that I've had come up a lot in questions, and I'm speaking to more and more women, and so I'm asking, where are the men? Um, I'm not yet discovering that it's my gift yet to teach the men this, but I'm discovering that when women are in their feminine, men tend to step up. Step up. Um, not every man does, but some men are almost waiting for a woman to be in a feminine so he can fully express into his masculine. It's almost this filling the vacuum sort of thing. And there are places to go where there are men who do really supportive things for each other, brotherhood-type focus. Um, there are some organizations that are doing some big work in the world, but it seems to be mostly West Coast one has seen so far, though, unfortunately. But truthfully is there are men everywhere who are in the masculine. It's just the, the big thing is that when women are learning their feminine strength and their gifts and their talents, their discernment and their radar, as it were, is much more accurate. So what's happening is they'll be able to see amongst the crowd, almost like lights amongst the darkness, men who are in the masculine outside of the men who are not doing that work. So it's more about their discernment, their detection, their radar, the more easily find someone who's the match for them because they're in connection with their intuition and their, their feminine energy. And I like how you shared before about it, then it's almost this magnet-type attraction that, that yeah. then there's this sense of, okay, as I'm doing my piece and as, as you said, sharing, <clears throat> really getting into that intuitive and the understanding instinctual of who I am, then then all of a sudden this individual sort of appears or what, you know, quote unquote, all of a sudden, but what synchronistically um, we've prepared ourselves. So then that other person, now we can see them. Whereas if, if we haven't been preparing ourselves, then, then we might be wearing glasses that prevent us from being aware that that person is even in our field. Absolutely. And I mean, that's one reason why in the work I do with my clients, there's always a component we work, which is our vision and intention, so that when, when she and I are working together, I'm helping get clarified. And as we do the work to help her transform her own experience and her own identity, the, the vision board and the qualities of the list that she's making gets more refined, more polished. And what that does, because the work I do with her, 
it becomes a magnet. So it does, in fact, attract to what she's looking for. And it's a refinement process because this is a lifetime partnership someone that my, partner, my clients are looking for. They really want to find the one they want to spend their life with. So it's not usually a two-minute thing. It does take time. So it builds that muscle, as it were, and begins that, that training of the systems inside to really become aware of the tech and attract what they're looking for. So, yeah, it's a big, it's a big piece of magnetism in a way. Yeah, it's really big. You had shared, you said this, and I, I, I want to hear a little more. You said something about part of, part of helping women connect with their feminine power, and part of your your vision is to um, help women connect to feminine to heal the world. So I want to share. I want to hear uh, a little more of what what that is. Let's put that <laughs> let's put that out there in the world so that the world begins to hear it. <laughs> what is what is that? Well, what do you mean? What is that vision for you? Truthfully, this came up because of a. Um, I mean, to be honest, the, the, the Dalai Lama started this. <laughs> um, I saw a, a. It started on Facebook a few years ago, but definitely the last couple of years, I saw it more frequently. There was a meme going around Facebook, you know, a picture with words on it uh-huh. of the Dalai Lama saying, being quoted as saying. The world will be saved by the Western woman. And mm. when I started looking into that and checking that recently, I looked online and saw that he had spoken at a women's conference in Canada um, nine years ago, 2006. And the women who he was honoring or was being the, he was being the award um, giver to these women had done tremendous work in the community and saving lives and helping kids. And he was saying to them, the world will be saved by the Western woman. But the quotes, I feel, has, has shifted slightly. And I wrote, I, I forwarded the quote, I posted the quote on my wall, and I forwarded, or put underneath it, um, how I believe he'd forgotten the word. Which cranked my friends up, going, what do you mean, you're re-quoting the, 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 uh, <laughs> the Dalai Lama, making it, making it different? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, no, what, he, what, what I believe he meant to say was, specifically in the ears that we're listening with in the Western world, because I'm watching women who are still in the old mindset compared with the men, in politics, in business, in in the world. And I think what the Dalai really meant was is that the world will be saved by the Western feminine woman. Mm. And that has become kind of my, my flag, as it were, my stake in the ground, my banner I'm carrying, because I'm so clear that what the feminine energy is in the women is a huge space of compassion, of collaboration, of making a difference that is supportive for everybody, which unfortunately men are not really good at, generally speaking. We're in it for ourselves, and so we're competing, and we're having um, me first, you second type energy. The feminine energy is we all win, and so as a as a the vision goes beyond my life and beyond many lives is about how we can change and save the world from the Western point of view by having the feminine energy lead and make the make the make the changes that are needed. Barry, I find your work very fascinating, and I really honor what you're doing um, for women, for men, and for the world. And um, please share, please share how people can get in touch with you. Um, I do want to. I, I also want to give a shout out to your congratulations on your um, number one bestseller on Amazon oh, list for you. your book, Fifty Ways to <laughs> Love you. Your Lover. And yes. uh, please, please share with our guests how they can connect with you or find more about your work. Sure. Well, the book, just so we don't start on that subject, is available on Amazon um, as a Kindle or physical book. And if you just go to Amazon and you search for 50 Ways to Love Your Lover with the number 50 and use my name, Barry Selby, you'll find it pretty quickly. Um, on my site, I have the ebook version as well as the, uh, the physical book, too. Um, 
but in terms of my work, if you want to find me and what I'm about, uh, make it easy. I, you just go to barryselby.com. That's S as in Sam, E-L-B as in Baker, Y.com. Um, the landing page there. I am right now um, made space for a couple more clients. I'm, I'm actually committing some new clients for three-month coaching just to have hands-on one, one-on-one work for the next three months. So if you want to find out more about how to do that, just go to the consult page, which is my discovery session that I have for free if you find out more about me. But if you go to barryselby.com, all my stuff is there. I've got a bunch of uh, free information as well as my work and programs and packages available. Thank you, Barry, so much for sharing your insights and your work today on the show. Uh, it's it's inspiring, and it is it's lovely to see this happening in the world. And um, I'm I feel honored that I that I know you and 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 um, and I've gotten to watch as as you've progress through this and, and, and watch you as you've been growing in your work. It's really fascinating, and I really honor what you're doing, and I thank you for being a part of today's show. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be able to share this with a bigger audience. My pleasure. So we're going to go to our commercial break, and when we return, we will wrap up for today's show. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Imagine you can live your someday dreams today. In her acclaimed work, Mindset Reset, Prudence Gensman shows you new ways to enhance your thinking using inspiring brain thought technology coupled with spiritual exploration. Learn how to powerfully manage your thoughts. Reveal your inner ideas and solutions. Blocks are no longer seen as limitations. Show up more fully in your life. Tune in to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday on the Voice America Women's Channel to find effective ideas to achieve your goals and dreams. Visit www.mindsetreset.com to access articles filled with insights to grow your understanding of the science behind the way people think. Learn about books, products, and how to take part in transformational retreat getaways and special trainings. www.mindsetreset.com Mindset Reset. Your power of thinking can begin right now. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to askprudence at mindsetreset.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman. I am your host, Prudence, and... I have to say, today's topic has been rather fascinating. I love learning new little nuggets and having new insights as, as we share with the guest and, and hear about their, their vision and the work that they're doing. And one of the things is, is we're talking about elements of relationship that I, I think shows up over and over, not just in relationship, but in life, is this big question of who am I? This is a huge question. It's probably the question of questions. Who am I? 
And, and in this and in relationship, who am I in my feminine and who am I in my masculine as our discussion has been today? And, and how do I show up and relate in that way to the world? How do I show up and relate in that way to, to the work that I do? Um, how do I show up and relate and teach my children how are they learning that from me? How are the next generation learning this? And as, as in our discussion today, how, how do I show up in that in relationship to a partner that I'm working with and wanting to um, evolve into a, a deeper relationship or that I'm already in a relationship? And, and how, how are we speaking and communicating in that way and in that language? I, I shared with you earlier what I call the four elements of relationship. And that's that caring, sharing, that fairness, and the daring. And I think in a lot of ways in relationship, the daring is, is a big piece. Even, even that daring to f- take the first step of caring. And they sort of then cycle around, care, share, fair, dare, sh- care, share, fair, dare. They're sort of always interplaying and interreacting because it takes me daring to step out and at the first moment be vulnerable to to show what this feminine is for me to be honest when i'm on a first date or when you know when you're first meeting someone and so it's really this beautiful evolution and and a dance um and now Barry, I'll have that Argentinian tango in my mind because really that is a beautiful way of seeing the communication between two partners and and that motion. Because in that dance, it does require both partners to have a certain strength and to allow a give and take. So it's really a beautiful visual. This week, um, as always, I give you a mindset reset challenge for the week. And... This week, the challenge is going to be about how do you connect with yourself and begin to believe yourself and look at what it is, what it means to you to love yourself. That's a, it's a pretty big challenge. What does that look like to believe in yourself and to love yourself? And really reiterating again that this is not about perfection. It's about self-honoring, it's about self-valuing, it's about self-worth, and, and be gentle. Take baby steps to begin to look at this. A great way that you can, if, if you're wanting to, well, let's say this, some ways that you can begin to do that could be spending some quiet time with yourself, doing some journaling, doing some writing. It could be getting together with people that you feel close with and maybe having some discussion there. It could be that you say, you know what, it's time for me to start working with someone. It's time for me to say, you know what, let me give Barry a call or let me give Prudence a call. Let me seek out a coach. Let me seek out a consultant. Let me seek out someone that will help me begin to, right here, right now, take a look at who I am and how I can begin to love myself and believe in who I am. I want to share with you a couple of um, stories that have come from the Mindset Reset challenges that I've given in past weeks. And um, it's it's exciting to get your responses, and, and I'd love to hear how these are working for you. So 
if you have stories to share, please send them to me at askprudence at mindsetreset.com or you can post them on our group Facebook page. Any of those links you can get through our website and through the host page. But I want to share a couple of stories. One, I want to share a story that I received back from, um, from someone that we had on the air uh, who shared that she was stepping into a new business and a whole new way of life and how that was going for her. And I want to share that um, not only has she been able to create, uh, she was stepping into the, the role of producer and writer, that not only has she created a movie short, she just recently, her movie was just recently featured in the LA Women's Film Festival. So I want to send out a congratulations to her and, and thank her for sharing that so that you hear a little piece of, of how people are taking the work that they're doing with Mindset Reset and getting it out in the world. Um, we also have recently had a caller who was looking at dating and online dating, and she has shared with me that since our call, she has been on a couple of dates and is finding that she's enjoying the process a lot more. I also love receiving from a couple of our artists um, renditions of the work that they've done and and hearing their stories of, of taking them on the work that they did with Mindset Reset and applying that to not only their, their art and their creation, but into their day-to-day. So please keep the stories coming. I love to hear how you're applying the Mindset Reset challenges. And, and I will tell you, I take these challenges very seriously. And I ask myself these questions then. If I'm going to challenge you, I want to challenge myself and continue to challenge myself. And so share. Share with me. Let me know how it's going. I'd love to hear. I'd love to get your feedback. And so I thank you again for being a part of the show. Please share the show with your friends. The more, the more, the merrier. And the more that we're sharing this language, just as, just as we talk about the four elements, the more we're out sharing this language, the more that we're out helping people to know that they can experience a mindset reset for themselves, that they don't have to be stuck. You don't have to be stuck. You don't have to continue to be in the same minutia of thinking that's gotten you where you are right now. And that you can begin to change by beginning to, to experience life in a different way. And so please invite your friends to be a part of the show. If you have an interesting topic that you would like to bring to the show as well, please send me a message at askprudence at mindsetreset.com. I have loved being a part of the show today. Thank you so much, um, Barry. Thank you so much, um, Shelly, who sent in a question to us today. And with that, I wish you a wonderful, wonderful day, and I will be back with you. And until then, abundant blessings. Take care. Congratulations on your decision to start living your someday dreams today. Mark your calendar to join Mindset Reset, live with Prudence Gensman, each Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Women's Channel. Remember, you can embrace the power of your mind to create the dreams of your heart. And it begins right now.